This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, bringing you another study from God's Word. We're looking at a study in divine healing, true and false, and we've been there quite a while. We're coming down to the close of that study now, and we've been looking at the fact of divine healing. Divine healing is not a gospel. Christ never commanded us to preach healing, and divine healing is not in the atonement. The use of medicine does not dishonor God blood redemption, and divine healing. And then we've been looking at the gospel uh, in the last study or two. And uh, I want to mention that we're going to have these studies in print. If you'd like to have us set up and you write us and let us know, but we'd be glad to send them to you if you'd like. So uh, we also have Pastor Shelton's book on uh, demon possession. It's a gracious little book. Might go along with these studies if you'd like. And then uh, the old trailblazer asked you to help us with another thing that we're doing. We're asking you to help us with money to buy books and Bibles and tracts for prisoners and overseas missionaries and those things. But if you would, pray for us. The Old Trailblazer rides out every day, same time. And we own many, many stations. If you write, I'll send you a log of all the Trailblazer stations. And we're hoping to go on some new ones in the near future, day by day, day by day. All, a lot of you know that we were in New Orleans for many, many years, and Katrina came along and uh, and washed away everything, and we were able to sell the property and move up here to Walker, about 100 miles from New Orleans, and uh, built a new chapel and a new bookstore. And uh, so we're going on day by day. We, we're not in debt, no. The old trailblazer don't believe in debt. No, sir. So you help us with the broadcast, if you will. If you like to help uh, with good, good sound gospel going out, uh, help, help us with that, if you please. So I want to bring you choir that we had in place for many many years and we made these cds and i want to bring you one of them at this time before we get started so would you just listen for a moment and then we'll get back to our study back to our study we were looking there we were looking there in uh how that folks mix up divine healing and uh and 
with redemption and all, and uh, they don't have anything. Let, let me go back and restate a couple of things I said in our in our last study. I want to tell you, uh, my friend, that Christ is a reality. It's a living reality. You see, when you confuse the issue of salvation with divine healing, the only thing your converts get, Pastor, is uh, maybe a cancer healed or arthritis healed. And then folks can talk about all of that, but they don't talk about blood redemption. What about in your your uh, prayer meeting on Sunday afternoon, Pastor? Does your folks stand up and give word of testimony of saving grace, or do they talk about being healed? Now, folks have missed a point, missed the greatest thing in the world, and that is knowing the Lord. You folks who talk about baptism or generation, regeneration, many of them get mad with me when I hold their feet to blood redemption. Let's talk about the Lord. You don't have anything but six feet of water. That's the same way with folks who uh, put all the emphasis on on worshiping on the Sabbath, worshiping on Saturday, those people. Now listen, listen. Christ as your Savior and Lord and blood redemption in Christ. And then when you go to put the emphasis on baptism, the only thing you have is six feet of water. That's all you have. And you still have your old sins. You have your old sins, my friend. Mine are gone. They're washed away. Washed away in the blood. Brother, let me tell you something else. You folks who cry me down about my folks, my preaching disturbing you, the only thing you have is a little religious testimony, a little religious program, and you don't want that disturbed. Oh, I've had folks that say, I'll never hear you again. You are, you, are, you disturb me. Then you folks who cry me down about my preaching because it divides churches, the only thing you have is a little religious cemetery there. You can have it. I don't want it. Brother in Christ... I have redemption by blood and by power, and I have forgiveness of sin. We spoke much about that in our last study. And I have imputed righteousness that the modernists call imputed nonsense that will get me to heaven. The only thing I have is imputed righteousness. This is a perfect righteousness which will stand throughout eternity. In Christ Jesus, I have a pardon that's full and complete. I have been justified God's child has been justified from all things, counted as if he had never sinned. Now, you want me to explain that to you? I can't do it. I can't, I can't go into that because I don't understand it. I don't know why the Lord would ever save a sinner like me. And folks say, well, that's boasting. No, 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 no. You know, the old trailblazer is not boasting. I'm just stating facts. And I boast in Christ. That's where my boast is. That's what I have. I have a right to boast about it. I don't have anything in old, old trailblazer, not one thing. No, I'm just the weakest water. But I'm boasting in what I have in Christ. Go there and read 2 Corinthians 10, 13. Now, these things are real and definite. Why will you add anything to Christ and his atonement on the cross and thus be cloud the issue? That's satanic to the nth degree, my friend. I wish you'd think about that. Now, let me show you another blessing of the atonement, and that is propitiation. That's a big word, isn't it? Propitiation. What does it mean? It means a mercy seat, a meeting place. Mercy seat means a meeting place. Christ is our mercy seat. Christ is a place where God and the sinner meet. Old Paul in Hebrews ten nineteen said, having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter in into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he has consecrated for us through the veil, which is to say his flesh, then again he says, I will commune with thee 
above the mercy seat. He says again, come boldly to the throne of grace in the hour of need. Now, my friend, have you ever read that verse? Come boldly. We don't have to. We don't have to sneak up to to look to look to the Lord. No, sir. He tells us to come boldly. Ever old old ever old individual's been saved. He's his knees is knocking and he's trembling and he's scared, afraid. But the Lord says, "Come on, brother. Come boldly. Just come on up here. This is the mercy seat, and uh, that's where I'll meet you at." You see, my friend, that's where we meet the Lord. We don't meet Him in baptismal waters. We don't meet him in a little profession when you go up and shake the preacher's hand. You, you don't meet the Lord there. You meet him at the mercy seat. That's our meeting place. And when God and God meets a sinner there in repentance. So when a sinner comes to repenting, comes repenting, he comes to the mercy seat. He acknowledges he's a sinner, an ungodly sinner. Did you know God, the, the Bible says that Christ died for the ungodly? I brought a message on that not long ago. How did the Lord knows all about us, what a sinner we are, and yet Christ died for the ungodly or the unworthy. Look at those words, ungodly and unworthy. That's what you are. That's what I am. And then a lost sinner, a condemned sinner. God meets the sinner right there at the mercy seat because that's our mercy. That's our meeting place. That's where uh, we meet the Lord. That's where I meet my father. That's where I commune with him. And that's where I worship him. That's where I behold him. That's where I meet him day by day there at the mercy seat. My friend, is Christ real to your heart? Is, are, you, are you aware that Christ died for your sins? Can you look up at night, especially when everything's quiet? Maybe you can't sleep. And you just under your breath say, thank you, Lord for dying for old, old Sam or old Joe or Mary or just Jim or whatever. Can you do that, my friend? Listen, I, and, I, and, and, and dare you to confuse that issue with, uh, of the blood with uh, all of those other things we're talking about. I know, I know folk, what folks often are critical of the old trailblazer, but I'm, I'm blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. And until my last breath, I stand ready to blast out every false doctrine in the world that will be clouds, blood redemption in Christ. Now, my friend, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Are you? No. The Lord has called me here, preach the gospel, be instant, in season, out of season, rebuke and reprove with all long suffering. Folks, folks ask me what that means about rebuking. It means to call sin, sin. Did you know the average individual that you know has no clue that they are a sinner? They don't. They never have seen themselves. They just oh, may, have, may have taken a drink now and then or said a few cuss words. Oh, but listen, listen. The old trailblazer, Pastor Pendarvis, putting something in your path to keep you from going to hell. I stand ready to blast out every false doctrine and everything in the world that will cloud up blood redemption. All of those things uh, may be well and good in their place. But my friend, it's Christ. Salvation is in Christ. I'm a sinner. I had a woman call me the other day and said, don't, don't keep saying that, that you're a sinner. You're not a sinner if you're saved. Well, I am a saved sinner, a saved sinner. And I know, my friend, if the Lord would take his hand off of you or off of me, we'd run back to the world like a hog to the slop bucket. But he don't do it. The Lord doesn't do that. No, I know. I know. I had to come over those errors, false doctrine, everything in the world to get to the mercy seat, but I'm going to keep doing everything I can, putting stuff in, putting things in your path uh, to the mercy seat. 
for every lost sinner who wants to be saved. My, my ambition is to bring the gospel so that you might come to know the Lord. The greatest thing in your life, my friend, is not to be have a, a big uh, 401k up there on Wall Street just vanishing away. Not that. Not to be uh, have a mansion on the hill. Not to have a yacht on the water. None of those things. That's not the greatest thing for you. The greatest thing for any sinner is to come to know the Lord. If you want to get mad, my friend, that's your red wagon. I can't help it. I, I've, I've walked around on down from some of you for a long time. But my friend, you got you got the answer to the Lord. If you never get saved, you can't blame me. You can't blame the Lord. The Lord's uh, sending. The Lord is still saving sinners, one here and one there. And uh, folks are getting their eyes open uh, on on this on this damnable doctrine of divine healing. And all those things. Someone told us the other day. Said I had never realized that that was going on. Oh, my friend, and they've come to know. They come to see themselves as a sinner and want to know the Lord. And uh, the old trailblazer is going to be true to your soul day in and day out. And I wish you would help me with the broadcast. And then we have a Bible fund that we get money for prisoners and overseas missionaries and those things. But uh, my friend, our time is short. Did you know it's not going to be long before the Lord comes? From all signs, all indications, we're living in the very last days you just take your head out of the sand, begin to keep up with the national news, uh, and I do that thing. I, I do because I think we need to be abreast of everything that's going on. And the Lord said, look up, our redemption draweth nigh. Look up, our redemption draweth nigh. Isn't that grace? Isn't that grace to be able to look up? The Lord tells us that. And one of these days we're going to hear that shout. I believe it will be a bright, shiny morning, and the, the trumpet will sound, and the graves will be open. And uh, those who are in the graves, been there all those years, they'll come forth. Those old tombstones will tumble over, and that dirt will fly off of there. And then uh, those of us who are living will rise in the air to meet the Lord. Wouldn't that be grace? Do you look forward to that, my friend? Are you still quibbling around down here hoping to be uh, some preacher to pray over you and heal your sick body? No, let's go to be with the Lord, my friend. Remember the old trailblazer. Pray for him, if you will. And my mailing address is the old trailblazer. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my website, radiomissions.org. Till next time, goodbye and God bless you.